Hello, a blessed and refreshing day to you, my dearly beloved. I welcome you to Arise Devotional for today, Friday, the 23rd day of July 2021, on the platform of the Builders Forum. My name is Abraham Olufemi Ojeme. Wow, it is another Friday as we step into yet another weekend in this month of July 2021. May the ever-abiding presence of the Lord avail for you this weekend in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Today is the fifth day on our devotional series for this week with the topic, Understanding the Power of Obedience in the Journey of Destiny. Please be reminded that the purpose of the Arise devotional is to awaken our thoughts every waking morning in line with the word of the Lord in practical aspects of life to the end that our work with the Lord is strengthened in this confusing world. That is why we have it in series so that we can refresh our minds from time to time. Before we go ahead with the teaching for today, I want to quickly outline some vital points on how far we have come. We have affirmed the following. Destiny is moving from one level to another in a progressive form in the journey of life. But moving from one level to another will not happen by accident. There must be a force to enable that. That force is the force of obedience. Obedience is not just a decision, but steps of action. It is not enough to obey. How the obedience is done matters a lot. There are different characteristics of obedience that make it effective before God. We have looked at different perspectives of obedience. We have looked at prompt obedience with Abraham as example. We looked at absolute obedience using King Saul and John the Baptist as examples. And yesterday, we looked at committed obedience using Queen Esther as example. In all, we have discovered that if it is obedience, it must place a responsibility on us. Today, we want to look at another characteristic of obedience that makes for effectiveness in the journey of destiny, and that is delightsome obedience. God is not only interested in what we do, but much more how we do it. Listen to the word of the Lord in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 47 to 48. I read, Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart, for the abundance of all things. Therefore shalt thou serve thy enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee, in hunger, and in thirst, and in nakedness, and in want of all things, and he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck, until he have destroyed thee. End of quote. What? Can somebody be punished for obedience? Yes. It is better for you not to obey than to obey 
not according to God's requirement. Let me repeat that. It is better you do not obey than for you not to obey according to God's requirement. The problem above was not because they didn't serve the Lord. It was because the service was not delightsome. Lord have mercy. What is it to be delightsome? It means to be cheerful. It means a willing and exciting heart. This is because God doesn't just look at the act. He looks at the heart as far as obedience is concerned. Listen to the word of the Lord in Colossians chapter 3, verse 22 to 23. I read, Servants, obey in all things your master according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. End of quote. If God will demand this in obedience to earthly masters, what about obedience to him? Apostle Paul exuded that joyful disposition in his work with the Lord in spite of all that he went through. Hear him in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16, I read, Rejoice evermore. End of quote. Delightsome obedience will keep you excited no matter the situation. Now, why the need for delightsome obedience? Oftentimes, the instructions from God are illogical. Can you imagine the first instruction Jesus gave to Apostle Peter in Luke chapter 5, verse 3? And please permit me to read the Passion Translation. I read, Jesus climbed into the boat belonging to Simon Peter and asked him, Let me use your boat. Push it off a short distance away from the shore so I can speak to the crowd. End of quote. Was that what to say to a man that had toiled all throughout the night without catching anything? No discussion on what you were going to give him for making use of his boat available to you? It would have been easier to obey if the instruction was after the miracle of loads of fishes. Yes, the instruction of the Lord are often not logical. What about the man born blind from his mother's womb in John chapter 9? Can you imagine the instruction given to a completely blind man in John chapter 9 verse 7? I read, And said unto him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed and came seeing. End of quote. He didn't even bother how he would find his way to Siloam in the first place. Okay, what about the instruction given to Noah to build an ark the size of a football field without apprentices or even tools and equipment? According to Bible history, it took Noah 120 years to build that ark. To make matters worse, the reason for which Noah was asked to build the ark had never been heard of before. God told him to build the ark because he, God, was going to destroy the entire world by flood that will come through rain. Rain? 
remembered it had never rained before. So Noah didn't even have an idea of what God was talking about. Yet, he had to labor in building the ark for that long a time. What a mysterious God. My friend, if you have to give God your obedience, it had to be cheerful, otherwise it is not acceptable. The scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7, and please permit me to read the Good News Bible translation. It reads, you should, you should each give then as you have decided, not with regret or out of a sense of duty, for God loves the one who gives gladly. End of quote. The scripture above is not only about money. It includes the giving of our services to God, and this includes obedience. Oftentimes, the instruction God gives to us are really to check the state of our hearts. When he sees how delightsome you are with the little but seemingly inconvenient instruction he gives you now, then you have qualified yourself for greater things. My prayer is that you will not fail the test of obedience in the journey of destiny for your life. That is why when it comes to obedience to divine instruction, there must not be comparison to anything or anybody. Obedience is individualistic. Whatever the Lord asks you to do, do it with gladness of heart and you will never miss your reward. The issue here is that the moment you complain about any instruction that the Lord gives you, the doors of your destiny become vulnerable to destruction. Listen to what the scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 10. And please permit me to read the Passion Translation I read. And we must not embrace their ways by complaining grumbling with discontent as many of them did and were killed by the destroyer end of quote you will not be destroyed please let me pray with you may the lord grant you a heart of obedience receive the grace for the lesson obedience today i take authority over the spirit of murmuring and complaints receive the spiritual insight to always see the blessing ahead of every divine instruction. Obedience is the spiritual ladder for the heights of destiny. You will not miss your own. You have started this race of obedience. You will not fall by the wayside. I prophesy the finishing grace from above upon your life today. You will not only finish well, you will finish strong. I pray that helps of God begin to attend unto you from today. I declare this weekend your season of restorations in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The Lord will grant you all round rest. It is well with you. Congratulations. Amen and amen. Peace. <music>